You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, how are you feeling? Seven and a half points. Is that too many? Especially yeah. like, you know, you figure this is the third time they've seen each other, and they know each other pretty damn well. Well, well. Ryan, first of all, let me debunk the third time thing. The Giants played no starters the second time. This is not the third time they've seen each other in reality. It's really the second time. But, yeah, I do think it's too many. Uh, Truth be told, I think the Giants are going to lose this game outright. I'm not going to try to wave the pom-poms and and be that way because I've known nothing in my adult life but bowing down and understanding the Eagles are my daddy as a Giants fan. It's just we never beat them. We haven't won there in a decade. But – Seven and a half is completely disrespectful. This feels more like Jake Elliott kicking a ball from the parking lot about 65 yards at the gun to beat the Giants. So I would be all in on covering uh, with the Giants. But in my heart of hearts, how could the Giants do this three times in 15 years? How could they go on magic carpet rides to championship games when nobody expects them three times in 15 years? Even I have to be realistic about that. But if they were to ever win this game, if they were to ever win this game, Everybody in Philadelphia better delete me off social media because I will be emotionally unhinged. Sean, okay, so if they were to win this game, how do you think it goes down? Because in my mind, I think two things have to happen. One, Kayvon has to have a huge game. And, uh, you know, and, J- and Jalen Hurts has to not be himself in some form or fashion, right? You limit him. And probably Daniel Jones has a huge game running, right? Yeah, well, I think obviously the weakness on on the Eagles, if you were to find one, is them stopping the run. I mean, they had to sign a bunch of guys off the streets to try to shore up their run defense. I think that last week you saw Saquon Barkley only carry the ball nine times. Now, he had four more touches in the past game. I think that he is going to probably have to carry the rock like 20 times in this game. You'll probably get less yardage on Daniel Jones, so be wary on that passing prop, but it wouldn't shock me at all. A lot of read options, a lot more Jones on the ground. They will try to keep the ball out of Jalen Hurts and E.J. Brown and Devontae Smith's hand and play a lot more ball control, ball control than the quick strike offense they played a week ago. I think that's the path. And honestly, you're right about Kayvon Thibodeau. They have to hit Jalen Hurts early and often in this game. Lane Johnson is banged up. He's going to try to play, but that doesn't mean he'll be himself. Uh, that means Aziz Ojolari and Dexter Lawrence, who completely wrecked the game versus Minnesota. They are going to have to get to Jalen Hurts. If they win this game, I actually don't think it's a close win. I know that sounds crazy. I think that if they win this game, it's more of that 2011 beating the number one seed Packers where you look up, it's tight at halftime, you have a little magic, and suddenly the fourth quarter you're up 10, 13, and 17 points. You're going, oh my goodness, the Eagles have unraveled like the Packers. I think if this game stays tight, it's going to be the Eagles that ultimately make the plays in the end. Yeah, I agree. What about Dallas-San Francisco? Uh, man, Dallas now goes from four to three and a half. The total in that game, 46. What would you do here? 
I hate myself for this take, but I love the Cowboys yeah, this week. Yeah, me too. I <laughs> love the Cowboys this week. And I've hated the Cowboys and hate Cowboy bets anytime in the postseason. But I actually think beating the Bucks as much as the Bucks suck was really big mentally for Dak Prescott and company. And this will be the best defense that Brock Purdy has seen so far, right? I mean, we, we it's almost like we just cast aside that he's Mr. Irrelevant. At some time, Brock has yeah. to turn into a bit of a pumpkin, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Uh, and I think that Micah Parsons is going to make his life a living hell. I know Trent Williams is great, but I think that ultimately they're going to, the Cowboys can move things around. And I think they find a way to win this football game. And if they don't, I know this sounds a little lazy. I think it will come down to the fact that Brett Maher is completely shaky. Yeah. I was saying this uh, earlier today on a hit is, you know, Brock Purdy hasn't seen a pass rusher like like Micah Parsons all year. I mean, he no. played one snap against the Carolina Panthers. That's the best defense that, you know, he's played against, really. I mean, if you look at it, I guess you could say Washington yeah. with no Chase Young. So, I mean, it, Micah Parsons right. healthy should really make Brock Purdy's life uncomfortable, no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they played Arizona, Seattle twice, he's faced. Now, I know some of those games he didn't have Debo in him. But, yeah, I think that this is – like, you mean to tell me that this seventh-round rookie, just because he has Kyle Shannon as his coach and these weapons, he just is going to just do just enough, never turn the ball over, and the Niners are going to continue to look like this machine? I find that very hard to believe as the opponents get greater and the stakes get higher – and I actually think this is the perfect matchup for the Dallas Cowboys this week, as, as crazy as that sounds, because I am never a Cowboy believer. What do you think about the matchup for the Jags? Because Kansas City hasn't covered big numbers all year. And no, some people not. some people think that maybe they were just sleepwalking through the regular season and they're going to be some sort of monster, some sort of guillotine now that they're in the postseason. I don't necessarily know if I believe that. And you talk about confidence for Trevor Lawrence. Nothing like digging yourself out of a 27-0 hole, right, or 27-7 hole at halftime. Yeah. What do you think about this game? Well, there's crazy trends, right? Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday, which is a crazy, crazy stat. And the Jaguars play both of those. I Not that that means anything in this game. Right, Patrick Mahomes dating back 2019, what, has covered just seven times when he's been a seven-point favorite or more, which is a lot with this Chief team. I think as, as long as his number stays steady at over eight and a half and doesn't dip to that seven territory, I'm going to be on, on the Jags in this game. I mean, you have a couple outs here. Either it's going to be the Chiefs defense inexplicably giving up some big plays, which they have versus teams in the past. The Chiefs are ultimately going to find enough plays to win this game but even if that's not the case even if it's a shootout this is totally backdoor territory later on as well for the Jags I love the eight and a half number with Jacksonville look Chiefs are a machine they're a great team but what they do is don't blow good teams out the Jaguars are a good team oh by the way let's not forget who knows Andy Reid better than anybody left in the postseason his former offensive coordinator Doug Peterson where they basically hand held hands for years does that correlate to the over you think I do. I Look, I get it. 53 feels like a little bit of a sucker's play when the games have gone so under so far in this NFL year, but I do think that you're going to get a bit of a shootout. Uh, I actually am going to put a couple pennies down as this game being the highest scoring game of the weekend as well. Oh, nice. Uh, I know the Bengals' offensive line's beat up, but do you think five and a half is too many points going to Buffalo, the total 48? Of course it is. Of course it is. The Bengals are going to win this game outright. And for everybody wow. talking about the offensive line issues for Cincinnati, all the offensive line issues for Cincinnati, right? Well, guess what? They added three offensive linemen and improved the offensive line this year. They went to a Super Bowl with a bad, beat-up O-line a year ago. You can't tell me in the heart of hearts the Bengals in that locker room aren't a little annoyed that this game's in Orchard Park if they're saying and doing and handling all the right things following the DeMar Hamlin situation. They were up and 
driving in that game when that horrible situation unfolded. The Bengals still have all the confidence in the world. And I think actually that bump play in Baltimore last week, a little bit of a wake-up call that they just can't roll over here. I think the Bengals are going to come fired up and win this game. And I wouldn't be shocked win this game 10, 14 points, something like that. Wow. You like them then plus 350 to represent the AFC or plus 800 to win the Super Bowl, especially at those prices? Because, I, I mean, that, that Super Bowl I, price is crazy. I, I've heard, Ryan, I've already gotten involved with both. I absolutely have gotten involved with both. Now, again, it scares me a little bit thinking how many times in a row can you beat the Chiefs? Mm -hmm. I understand that. But I think flat out Josh Allen's going to make a couple mistakes in this game. I really, really, I love the temperament of Joe Burrow. I think he's the better quarterback in the game. I love the Bengals in this spot. Yo, let me let me ask you this, because I didn't see this until just now. Highest scoring team, and maybe this sounds crazy, but we watched the Cowboys light things up. Plus 1,500 for the Cowboys to be the highest scoring team, and I know the Niners' defense is good, but you yeah. got to like that value. I mean, the value is great. I think my worry in this game is you go really heavy with the Pollard-Zeke run game and less of down the field, C.D. Lamb, Gallup, and even T.Y. Hilton involved now. That's the only thing that scares me off, but I think that's what they're thinking by making that number juice. But you're right. Look, the Niner defense has given up points. Right? So the Arizona Cardinals score, what, 35 points on them in a game not that long ago, too? Let's not act like the Niners are the 85 Bears either. Very good, really good defense. But and they a really can good run defense, too, Sean. You can yeah. pass against them. Yeah. You're not going to run the ball that much. Of course. I think they will try to force the run, though. I think that's what where people are going to get roped in. As just, But still, I think that's good juice. Why not? Why not? If you like what the Cowboys are doing, you think maybe Dak's feeling himself a little bit Ooh. at those odds? Why mm -hmm. not? Uh, anything in the NBA or anything to keep you busy until we get to Saturday, Sunday? <laughs> I, I actually got to be honest. I don't have any NBA plays tonight. I've had a couple puck plays here. I took the Islanders on the puck line tonight versus okay. the Boston Bruins. Uh, last night, I cleaned up with the Nuggets laying six and the Michael Porter over props and stuff like that. But uh, I'm laying low. I have enough of a bankroll as we tread towards what inevitably is going to happen. I'm going to sit there Friday night getting ready for the wild card games. I'm going to start firing off NBA and college hoops bets no, don't to do try it. to just See, get my juices flowing. This is my problem, man, is I just like to bet football. And I sit here, though, Monday through Friday. Yeah. It's so tempting, of especially course. when you have a college basketball slate of 65 games. And, you know, you have some nights that go really well. You have some nights where everything goes against you. Sean, what's yeah, been... And oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, and I got to be honest with you, my fingers are already ready to hit Luca over two and a half threes after hearing you guys before I got on. But yeah. I like that. I mean, yeah. Sean, Sean, what's been your favorite, like, low-key prop that you've been kind of keeping in your pocket in the NBA? Ooh, okay. So, honestly, what I've been doing lately, I've been parlaying a lot of overjuiced 15 or more point scorer odds. And I've been very, this has been a technique I've used. You lay a bunch, you know, you put whatever you're comfortable putting on there, and it may only be even money by the time you get to three or four of those. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you, I actually made about $300 that I put towards my NFL bets on hitting them on four straight nights. So you just have to look at, you know, those odds. And if you're looking at it going, well, why am I going to lay plus 600 on three of these? Well, by, or four of these, by the time you add it up, you look, okay, if I'm making even money and it feels like a lock, that to me, I'm not going to give you a specific player because I don't have one tonight, but this has been a technique I've been using in the NBA big time that I think has worked wonders. You have to be able to slow play this a little bit, and it works great padding the stats ahead of the NFL weekends. Nice. John, thanks so much, man. You're the man. Good luck to the Giants, even if you're not a believer. We're believers around here. Go Daniel! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Have uh, go man. Daniel. Let's go. See you later. That was Sean Marash on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, of course, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit by thephoenix.com to learn more good stuff from Mraz. Oh, I keep going back and forth with that Giants Eagles game. Yeah, me too.
just because I thought that the number was going to be eight and a half, nine. Maybe it's just because they worry a little bit about Jalen's injury. How you much think that's gonna, what it is? Maybe. maybe, Or maybe, I feel like if this game's played last week before the Giants go on the road, knock off the Vikings, it's probably nine and a half. So but maybe that, also the Giants getting a little bit of love for beating yeah, a fraudulent Minnesota team gold, as well. gold, man. That, that Vikings defense is so bad. Awful. Awful. Anybody, anybody in this wild card would have beat them. Stiff arm Patrick Peterson to hell. Lions would have beat them. Cowboys would have beat them. Tampa Bay would have beat them. I really love my DAC take from last night. And I, I feel like last night I was really tired, but also I was on like 47 cups of coffee, which helped. I, uh, on the gram, I saw BetQL put that out there. And yeah. I, I, I actually. You said to yourself, good job, Ryan. You're no, like the man. No, no. It's just why I'm like all in on Dallas. Like this is the DAC revenge tour. I'm sticking by this theory. So he's already beat Brady. Now it's San Francisco. And Brock Purdy. We need a t-shirt made called the Dak Tour. All these Brock Purdy fans. I've seen enough Brock Purdy. I was watching Brock Purdy four and a half years ago when he was in Ames. Choke job's coming here soon. He's going to serve up a couple picks. Stop hating. 